do you feel like he's paying do you believe he's paying homage or do you believe that he is uh appropriating, appropriating. i feel like he's Yeah, this guy's yeah, not as malicious. He's not that bad. He's not, he's not that he's, he's not, not that malicious. Bad. Welcome to episode six <laughs> of the, <laughs> the Slippery Slope, Slope Show with Tali and Osagi. And, Osagi. and Hosagi. Hosa. Ho, don't you know that I is a hoe for sure? <laughs> so so we um we want to discuss Drake. Aubrey Drake. Drizzy. Grant, Drizzy Drake. Drake. Rogers. In the uh in the context of how he is, to some, appropriating culture and to another group of others, paying homage to uh, acts of art that have not been showcased in that same light with the, with the amount of uh, juice and, and, uh, and uh, yeah, with the amount of love that, that he gets for the work that he does. What do you, uh, what, what, what's, your, what's your take on this? You know, I'm... I'm definitely on both sides of the fence when it comes to Drake. Obviously, he has a bunch of dope, catchy music that I love listening to. You know, anytime I'm going through a rough patch and then things end up working out for me, I'm still going to be like, nigga, we made it. And that's that's a, that's a part of it. That's you know? a part of it. There, there's, there's so much that, like, yes, there are actual cultures being created by this guy. But then... Drake, Drizzy Drake, yeah, yeah. Be, we're back, we're back. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, there, there are large swaths of the culture that Drake has brought about, and he is very good for discovering different subgenres and sounds amongst this entire larger hip hop culture and start this larger diaspora of African African American culture. But not to cut you off, mm. but I don't know if that's exactly what he's doing. I don't know if he's finding subgenres and sub and subcultures. I believe what he's doing is is representing the underrepresented artists of an area and bring and shining a light on them, which are within a genre, but just aren't being that, that are just underground. Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. So it's not like a subgenre. They, but you they know, are, like like are kind of subgenres. So because, think about Black Boy JB. Yes, Black Boy, Black JB, Boy JB is a genre. It's a genre. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a subgenre no. of hip hop. No, he, he's with just, all of that footwork and all southern, of that. He's just southern. He's just southern hip hop. But no, but it's, it's it's not just southern hip hop. It's like that specific stuff. You know, like you have these things all have names. Like when you hear like Gold Link Crew, you know, that's like a specific type of DC music with its own name. It's like when you hear house music, that's Chicago music that white people have fully ran off with. Correct. It's like, it's like but, you hear but, but what, what Jock, what Jock Boy J, what Block Boy Jock JB, Boy Play B? <laughs> what Block Boy JB is doing is no different than what what uh Shake West in New York is doing is no different than what is no different than what it, it, it's a it's a sort of music that brings out so, certain uh, energy in music. Bro, get, but 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 it, but that's the thing; it still is a genre in the same way that hyphy is a genre, in the same way that G funk is a genre, in yeah, the same way you that said, you said subgenres. When I'm thinking subgenres, yeah, I'm thinking because we're all talking about hip hop. Exactly. So anything that is both hip hop but also its own thing is a subgenre. It's kind of like a pie is a subgenre of dessert. It's all dessert, you know, cakes are dessert. That's but right. we're, we're editing that part out. <laughs> I don't want to be too wrong. I ain't wrong at all. <laughs> Bro, bro, but but yeah, so it's like it's like all these different subgenres because it's like you got a block boy JB, but you go back to Memphis and you're gonna find 
50 other artists who sound similar to him. Definitely. That don't sound like people from California. Definitely. And that's why it's a genre, because it's like, they make music together, they make beats the same way, they use damn near, you know, maybe the same 808s, maybe the same, you know, sound The same producer in the, in yeah. the area, you know? Maybe it's, yeah, it's a guy who's just juicing it all up from there, and that's their sound. Yep. And so what Drake ends up doing, which I have a problem with, is he doesn't elevate the genre. He novelizes it. So when you have a Block Boy JB, it's going to be the most popular song in hip hop for a month. And then it will be old shit. And then the next time you hear some more Block Boy JB, it'll be like, y'all still on that fad still- shit? <laughs> exactly. And it's like, them niggas been doing that for years. And he just came and played it out in one fell swoop and then disappeared. But that, but that was the beauty of why of what Mugo, of what Migos did, because instead of what ownership. Drake usually does does with an artist, and which is take their song, put himself on a remix, and then you know fuck them in a month, I'm on to the next person. Migos were able to create and stay within that lane that they had and actually become the biggest you know I guess period. music group period. Period. Um, Shout out to Sob. I'm not even gonna stay say what they said, but <laughs> shout out to Sob. I'm I'm from the Bay, so I'm rocking with Sob, and that's it. Yeah, it's like I think I think with that is. Did you hear about what they said? No, I didn't. Okay, there was an interview. There was an interview, and 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 uh, they asked Sob about they asked Sob about uh, other you know boy groups or you know male boy groups and then boy they're bands. obviously like you know it's uh what, what, know, what is that one Brockhampton <laughs> Brockhampton Brock most- but they said that the only ones that you know could compare is Migos and then he said but still fuck Migos and just to clarify I you know I don't know these guys personally but I do believe they were just being some young niggas saying like we fuck just all the competition. Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. Because that's that's a real Bay Area mentality, I believe. It's like, it's I'm not, better than you. It's not even I'm better than you. I, I don't see you. I don't care about you. I'm me. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna make this shake however it shakes for me. Yeah. You it's, know, it's, and, very, uh, it's very ad hoc. It's and, very and, and we exist in our like, own. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's the reason why a lot of people have made it out the mud being from like the Bay Area, you know, the Raphael Sadiqs, the stuff that he was doing with music back then wasn't similar to anything out yeah. anything else you know the uh the osagis of the world you know <laughs> the drew bang shout out to drew banga man oh yeah drew def- banga is making funk hip-hop black right now that's some new shit i fuck with you dog i think Shameless i think plug. i think i think that's one of the things about the bay area we just seen so much that we're not really afraid to be unique other places people are actually afraid to be unique but but it's just been so much of a melting pot with so many different cultures that is it's just like by the time you're ten you've definitely heard five different languages seven different languages so you've seen so much so what is normal anymore because well well, well the new normal has become something that that is all inclusive yeah it's all inclusive of everything it's an open mind towards what other people's struggles and things that they've gone through. And now, now you're able to empathize a little bit more. Your spectrum is just more broad. But what part of the culture does Drake fit in then? Because does Drake does Drake create his own stuff? I remember one time he tried to create his own slang, and he got who righted so hard. What was that? Oh, you remember? It was YOLO. Oh my! God. It was YOLO. That's but, that's the thing that yo the, the your girlfriend's dad YOLO, will give you on the a The issue hat. with YOLO <laughs> is that you're always going to use it. It's forever going to be used. But it's whack. But it's used in the most corny, whack 
context always. Yes. Because because there is no but that's Drake. Yes, because he just mainstreamed everything. He's mainstream. He gave this slang directly to Grandma. And grandma will just come up and, you know, she'll just dip her foot into the pool and say, YOLO. <laughs> that's that's what Drake is. Drake has to use other people's slang so that it can actually have credibility before it gets devoured by this world. But yes, I agree. I agree. But and, and that's the power of what the media has become. You could see a power in Drake himself by being that person because everything is commercialized once she touches it. Yes. It's immediate. Maybe, it maybe that's not, a weakness. It could be. It maybe, could be. Maybe that's not that's even something the, you want as an artist anymore. But that's anymore. what the slippery slope is, though. Yeah. The slippery slope is that, yo, you're right here. You can do this thing right here that can be like, oh, let me sensationalize some shit that probably wouldn't be sensationalized if I wasn't on it. Yeah. Or I can go underground and create some some new nuanced shit, you know, for a group of people similar to what Black Boy JB is doing with right? I mean, yeah, that's yeah, nuanced yeah, yeah. music. Yeah, you're, you're, and I can continuously... level. How many times can, can you make new nuance? You can't. One person... One but person he, can keep doing it forever. But, some, some no, of these but people he's doing been. it through other people. Yes. He's, he's using... Go ahead. I, I was going to say, it, 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 with Drake, it's very difficult to tell whether he has a symbiotic relationship or a parasitic relationship with the culture. Yes. I yes. do not know. I do not know if he is elevating these things. It's like, obviously, to a block boy, JB, who gets touched, this is very lucrative and awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we all doing that kick dance now. <laughs> but but to all of the people around him. Lil Uzi does it the best. Probably. The niggas from Philly. Probably. That's tight. Yeah, that's that's one of them footwork spots too, though. That is a footwork spot. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like it's like when you're thinking about that, it's like it's like is this is this a good thing? Because it's like I've just seen so many artists where it's like that you'll see them existing in Texas for you know ten years until you know Drake uses their dance in the Hotline Bling video and gives no attribution or credit, and now their dance is played out. That's the biggest thing. It's, yes. it's about or the credit. Can. It's about the it's about the or, credit. Yeah, and and. And how much he actually fosters that relationship that he had with that person yeah. into something lucrative in the future for them. Exactly. It's it's about are you giving back with your position of power? Yes. Or are you just using these people around you as a source of inspiration and then they don't really benefit from it? Because they need to benefit, the community needs to benefit, Agreed. because you just used up their whole dance. They have to make a new one. Agreed. And but he figures out a way. He figures out a way with the Black Boy JB thing. You know, when I heard people talking about it at first, I was like, "What's the connection?" Oh, his father's from Tennessee, correct? Probably. He looked Me like he he's is. from Memphis. I seen him in that, that brown suit. Man, he looked like that, Tennessee. You see that dirty stash? Yeah. So, yeah that, that really looked so, like Tennessee. So he makes the connection there. Oh, okay. Uh, this new song he just dropped, Murder, Murder Beats. A Caucasian guy from Canada creates some southern what is it called uh bounce music mm. he makes some some big frida sounding southern new orleans bounce music and drake and drake gets on it now it's the big it's, i read something it was the big every i mean it's always the biggest stream whatever it is yeah. drake gets on it you big know record. but what can you say you can't you can't say that he's not giving bounce music or uh an ability to get further out there but now people, is he people people hear it and it might be normalized but are other people going to take it in or is it just a novelty from Drake? That's what I don't know. It's like when Drake comes in and says Ting a few times, is Ting going to be played out? And there are motherfuckers who this is their lexicon 
you know, and now it's just like you can't even say that anymore without being a slice of time in 2017 and people being like, oh, you still you still talk like that. But this is the way you've talked your whole life. And now you got to survive the wave. You got to yeah, survive the wave. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. Who's- definitely. Obviously, if that happens, if that happens to you and somebody steals your whole swag and plays it out and you can't create yourself some more stuff or you can't continue existing the way you are, yeah. you're bootsy. Because nothing's new under the sun. No. None of you motherfuckers is coming out here creating some shit that was never created. It's been once created. You're, you're, you're probably recreating it and making it yours. Or you're even mixing together other things. Other that things, you have, multiple things. You know, you know, it's like when somebody like a Bryson Tiller comes on and uses like that sample or, you know, flips some sample from some 80s song. It's like, you'll be like, oh, that 80s song had a specific spot in my heart. I should have did that. How come? It's like, no, I probably had a specific spot in his heart, too. It's, it's like, who really does get to own these things? We are all Earthicans. I know. Yeah, I so, agree. I agree. I so agree, it is. Man. It is a bit complicated in that regard. So, so we actually have a caller. We have a caller that just came in. We got a caller that just came in. Can Can you hear me? Do we have Drew Banga on the line? Yeah, it's Drew Banga. What's up, man? Oh, Drew yeah. Banga. Drew Banga. Can you talk to the people, please? Tell them. Tell man. them a little bit about yourself, man. The people I'm talking. What's up? It's Drew Banger. Hey man, you on a slippery slope, man. You gotta be. You gotta be precise. You gotta talk fast, dog. Hello. It's a Drew Banger, man. Yeah, you know, using up all our minutes. I didn't see somebody crash. I'm out here. There's a lot going on. I'm on Facetime right now. You on Facetime? uh, Hello. 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 What's good? So hey, so so what we're talking? We're talking about R. Kelly right now. No, that was last episode. Oh, that was last episode. That was last episode. Okay, we're talking about Drake right now. And we're Drake. we're ta- we're talking about if if how do you feel about what Drake's doing to the music game in terms of you know stealing uh, let's not say stealing people's sounds but but acquiring bar- them acquiring Using sounds them. that are not natural to Canada and are you know specific to New Orleans like this new song or specific to Memphis like the Black Boy Jay Z uh, JB song I, I, or from you, the West do you feel Indies, like he's paying, the island sounds. Do you believe he's paying homage, or do you believe that he is uh, appropriating. appropriating it? I feel like he's playing. I mean, just just like I'm coming. You talking to somebody that's a producer, so it's like me. We steal everything. Like we hear sounds and we make it what we feel like it's gonna be. Like we take inspirations from everything and make a song. So I feel like he's doing the same thing. He just happens to be a world-renowned artist, and people want to mm-hmm. be just as good as him. That's real. Yeah. But do you feel like it, he needs to take it upon himself to make sure that these people are able to make a career out of it? Because it it becomes like this this novelty to people and it's here today and then it's gone tomorrow, you know? And well, that might like be your whole life. People, if anything, what, people want to see that they featured on the song or something? Like, we well, don't know what that, we or, don't know or what even the to just bring more. I was gonna say even to bring more awareness. Like they could be sitting with hella money because I ain't never heard nobody say they ain't got no money from Drake. Yeah, they've never said that, but he leaves motherfuckers in the dumps sometimes. Yeah, sometimes he make a song with you and 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 shit. That may be the the, the highest ranking song you've ever made in your career. You know, the highest you will. And ever make. and you know, Migos was like the only group that I've seen make it out of that, but. You know, he he we drops got amigos. The weekend party next well, no, door. No, the weekend. The weekend no. was under him. The weekend he's still getting paid for. The weekend is under his label, not somebody outside who he just brought. Party, like, same all thing. Of, all of his Canadian people are making it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, I support you, but but the rest of the people, he's like, when's the last time you seen Popkin? He's going off in his area though. Yeah, but he but he he, he went to the top everything. of the world 
and he can't even get there anymore. His kid went to the top of the world. They he can't he can't. And now he's back in Nigeria. Now he's back in Nigeria. That nigga can't buy a house in America. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he can. Yeah. I'm talking I'm sure shit. I'm sure he could buy a house in America. Yeah. But you know, it's just I don't know. I, I I don't know how I feel about uh what what Drake is doing to the culture itself. Um. You know, it's, it's you know, pretty, it's pretty it's, it's interesting. Just, it's just a white kid in the music industry who's taking all this nigga music and running with it. But we we ain't really noticing because he's got a little bit of nigga in him. Nah, his dad full nigga. His dad full nigga. Yeah, no, we, we stay yeah, but, but, we, dad, but we know he didn't grow up in the Memphis or Tennessee, nigga. Huh? His dad's brother is Larry Grant, nigga. Drake's uncle is yeah. Larry Grant. Yeah, nigga, that's the Godfather of funk, nigga. That yeah. nigga got real black in him. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. well, you know that gives him a yeah. bit more no, of a pass. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't give him a bit more a, or a, less of a pass. It's complicated. It's just the fact that it means that a no, lot of these sounds it's, it's can not, it's, be. No, it's not about Drake. It's about the the perception of the of the consumer. These consumers see him, and if they see some black ass face doing all that stuff that he's doing, I don't believe that it's going to get the same response that it does. Oh yeah, Drake is very safe. You know, so it's. I don't think that that's Drake's fault. No, but but I think that I with that, that power he has with more that responsibility. Power, he has, exactly, heavy is the head that wears the crown. You know, um, to okay, whom much to to whom much is given, much is tested. Much is required, all of that. You know, so it's like, well, are you gonna tap in and make sure that you know, uh, Kamaya or YG or whatever creates something that is a uh, you know? I mean, I know you can't speak specifically on this, Drew. That nigga Drew hung up. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe my phone died. Oh. Goodbye, Drew. Drew was like, "Hey, I'm off this one." <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. That's, so. that's where things get complex. Just trying to figure out where it all fits in, what is responsible. It's like an environmental problem. It's like you know, it's like driving cars is bad for the environment. Is Drake bad for the cultural environment? Is Drake like, you know, a Hummer or a or, you know, just like a muscle car that comes through and uses up hella gas and then spews hella pollution in its wake. And it's like, oh, yeah, that thing's cool. But is it really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I listen, I listen to Drake music. So and what can I say? Yeah, and, and I don't go towards either side. I'm still figuring it out myself. And really, the metrics are what, what will prove it all, I guess. But um, it is something that's concerning sometimes. When you hear the music and it's just like, well, what's what's Canadian music? Yeah. What, what's what's Drake's style? What's his style? What is Drake's style? What is like personal to him? Because it because seems that, like he just changes heard, every two heard, years. He's I completely heard those, different. That comeback season, I haven't heard. You know, uh, October's very own. I, I or that's what it was called, right? No, yeah. The, the that first mixtape. Those first December's couple that he dropped. Uh, December's. I think it was the, October's very own. Something. He's like an. That. He's an October. So yeah, yeah he is. He is. I can't remember either, but but it was a while, like when he had Best You Ever Had and all of that all stuff. All of that stuff, That yeah. was Drake's sound. That was Drake. And I think what happened was it kind of got played out. Yeah, successful, yeah, that, that was, was the one. same sound. Like he had multiple songs with the same sound, and then he just gradually stopped having that Drake sound and started having more of a an everyone sound. Yeah. And so, you know, just to, uh, just to wrap it up, let's... Uh, can you you have some some closing remarks here? Closing remarks on Drake. 
I think he just needs to come and tap in with the slippery slope show Period. to let people know how he he feels Period. about this. Because you never hear him talking about it. It's like right, right. You know that half of the culture is like you're dope, and half of the culture is like you're a culture vulture. Or and you know sometimes it jumps in between because people are on the fence about these things. Some motherfuckers no are haters too. Yeah, though. but see, some people are actually hating. I know I'm not hating. I listen to Drake. I, I like Drake's music. Yeah. I watched the fuck out of Degrassi back in the day. I enjoyed that. I'm oh no, I'm here for all of this. But if I you don't, don't like Drake, you don't like women. Yeah, because women love his music. And it's not even just that. Did, did, you, did you see what he, Drake is very tactical and he's smart and and with that tactic, I believe that uh, he 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 ta- yeah he taps into the, he taps into those cultures. You know he. He did a, I think it was an all women's crew for this last video that he did, and engineer the yeah. Photo- yeah. videographer. It's, it's like, like at this bruh. point, Drake is a corporation, yeah. <laughs> and and quite frankly, most of these corporations can't get none of this shit right. Yes, H and M will because mess up. Liter- fucking he's Procter literally Gamble tapped will mess into up. the streets. Yes, exactly. Because because at the end of the day, regardless of what people might say about him being a culture vulture, this culture is not any joke for a real nigga, and he will get murdered if he crosses a line. Because that's what it really is. If you just fully cross a line in hip hop, it's it's not a joke. So so it's not like where you know corporations like oh we'll just switch CEOs. Nah, Drake actually has to live somewhere. He actually has a family. He actually has all sorts of stuff going on. He's got a dog walking through our podcast right yeah. now. Dog. What's up? Say hello. We, uh, <laughs> I think we damn near need to like shout out this park for this amazing weather. And yeah, I don't and, even. You gotta get out, Los kids. Get out, get out into the world. Walk around, talk to people. Yeah, love, show empathy, stay fit, exercise. You know, even if exercising, you just work it into your everyday by walking as much as possible. Like the girl that, walk, like the girl that walked around that uh, that circle, that, that twelve, five thousand laps <laughs> around a twelve foot diameter flagpole circle. Eunice, <laughs> oh, lovely. Yes, of course, <laughs> of course. But but it's it's like it's like in many ways Drake does operate like a corporation. I'm gonna cut this off quick, but but it's like he has his own encampment where he has producers and writers and the like all living in tents around his compound, and they will come to him with new song ideas or snippets that they are making, and they will all piece it together, and he will just be like, yes or no, go back to your tent, no more gruel for you tonight, you know, it's just like work until <laughs> but, the but, song But is not done. like R. Kelly, though. No, no, What's no. different? I mean, well, we don't know. He might be raping them all. But we've never heard anything, so I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. But but at the end of... Uh, uh, until next time. Yes. Drake is damn near a villain name, too, to be honest. <laughs> he went from Aubrey to Drake. He did go from Aubrey to Drake. It's like, Switched here's it the up. Pied Piper. And Drake... You know, like, like, I think we got Drew Banga back, man. Do we... Are we still in the game? Yours died, okay. We about, we, we about to wrap this thing up. Which, what, you got, what you got going on? Okay, yeah. That's yeah, the end of... Yeah, I'm like, yeah, bye. <laughs>